Welcome back to the Lighthouse. I'm your humble host, Evan Savvy. How y'all doing this week? I appreciate the love from last week. I really do. It motivated me to do better even this week. How y'all doing? Where is the pendulum at for you this week? Good, bad? Are you ready for it to swing the opposite way? I just had a birthday. Just celebrated. Man, I'm almost 30 though. Old man nigger. (laughs) Oh man, I really want to tell y'all this story, man. I was out celebrating a friend of mine's birthday, right? I usually don't go out as much because of my job. Nature of my job, it demands a lot of my time. And that's what keeps my bills paid at the moment. So you best believe I'm reporting my black ass to work. So with that being said, I'm I'm celebrating with the homie and this girl who is shit-faced drunk. She walks up. She's just like, hey, what's up? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at her. I'm like, bitch, like, that's the first thing that went through my mind. Like, can you back the fuck up? Like, who the fuck? She was like, you don't remember me? You don't remember me, nigga? And I'm looking at her like, no. No, I don't. And then I realized that we have a mutual friend. And we was at the spot early, but I didn't remember her I didn't, or really recognize her because she had a mask on. So we went out prior and I didn't remember. And look, honestly, it's one of those situations where she was really, really drunk just celebrating. So I developed more patience to deal with that because I understand. It's like, all right, she's drunk. She's not in the right mind. She's literally like trying to crawl up me to talk to me and i'm giving her like the heisman like you ever see like in those kung fu movies where the master just uses one arm he's like deflecting all the punches that was me trying to get this drunk bitch to stop crawling up up me right she's doing that and she's talking she's like yeah you remember me now because i was trying to get your ticket i wanted to talk to you nigga and i'm like Mm-mm, nope she was not my type and it's one of those where you just be like okay i let that situation go so then I meet her again because the same group of friends go out and they invite me out and it's somebody else's in the group birthday. All right. It's no stranger that I smoke. I, the thing was, I was bringing some weed in for my friend's birthday. And my other friend is just telling me about all the stress he got going on. He usually doesn't smoke. He said, man, can I smoke? I was like, man, what's going on? So he's telling me all these problems while we're in the club. So I'm trying to console him. I'm doing that, and I only brought enough for the birthday person I was going to share with him. And then all of a sudden, guess who walks up? Yes. And the thing is, I was trying to be nice, you know, but when you leave a bad impression on somebody, I'm already leaning towards not liking your ass. So it'd be who of you to, you know, come correct the next time. And she didn't get it. Like, she didn't. Or maybe I'm just mean as hell. Maybe I really am. Some people tell me I'm mean. I can't help it. But if it's somebody I don't like and I respectfully, I tell you, no, leave me the fuck alone, right? Or is that just too much? Is that too much? Now, she's not as drunk as she was. Because last time she was just truly gone. But this time it wasn't that bad. But she walks, she sees the weed and she says, oh, can I smoke? Can I smoke with you? And I was just like, hey, look. I only brought so much. I'm doing him a favor just because he's stressed. My smokers will understand this. You have the weed that you'll share and you got your personal. And this was my personal. That's very fucking like special. Okay. 
That means I'm only going to give that to people I truly, truly fuck with. You don't just let everybody just smoke that up. You ain't put in on this, man. She's like, babe, like, really, really, if I had some, I'd use that. I'd use that if I had a blunt. I said, well, that's cool. Whenever you do that, whenever you get your own, that's fine. But right now, I'm telling you, I don't have that much. And then she kept asking. So now I'm mad. So now my mind, the filth and everything just comes off. So and the people that know me, I, I have a tendency to roast the hell out of people. She actually triggered, like, my first level of anger which was just irritation like now i'm irritated right so now i'm like all right first of all bitch you look yeah, like miss you really need to kind of stay in your lane leave me the fuck alone so then i didn't say that that's what's going on in my mind what i said out loud i was just like Ooh, oh begging ass i don't like no begging ass nigga i was like bro i was like back up you begging this shit i i don't like that get your broke ass on some and so this is what came out my mouth. If you're gonna judge me off of that, then you tell me which one was worse. <laughs> which one was worse? The the yeah, Miss Pearly shit or me calling or just me saying how she begging. She was like, I I whatever, fine, I see how it is. And I'm just like, oh, oh my god, you fucking nickel. Get out my face. And it really, I really I got that just because if I'm telling you no, just anybody, just like, dude, respect people's space respected like you're not about to charm your way into some shit that you did not pay for like and i don't really know you like that nor am i attracted nor are you making a better case for yourself don't be begging me don't beg anybody leave people alone i started treating her like you started treating a straight ugly dog a dog that's like all messed up matted hair you like hey, hey man get get back go get get out my <laughs> You know, that's how I started treating her, man. Because it was just like, all right, motherfucker. Like, don't do that. That's just, that's not attractive. That's not going to win you over. Leave me the fuck alone. That's all I ask. I'm a simple man, like Tupac said. All right? Simple man. <laughs> my, my, like, too mean. Was that too harsh? I talked about this with a few other friends of mine. They were like, yeah, yeah that's some, that's aggravating. Like, yeah, ain't it, though? Like, get out of my pockets. <laughs> That's the thing, like, I know of her, but she doesn't even know my first name, nor do I remember hers or care to remember hers. On Friday yeah, at the next that lined up too first, bitch. Oh, no, 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 no. And with that, I want to get into the next piece. But before I do, I'm asking you, allow me to get through the whole thing first. All right? Now, what's a job that you hated? You couldn't stand working there. You hated the alarm that went off to remind you that you had to go. You didn't want to deal with the people or the management. And then you had enough of it. You couldn't stand it and you want to leave. They don't want you to go, but you do. Then all of a sudden, you get 22 sexual allegations. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just a joke. Just a joke. If you haven't picked up on it by now, Yes, I'm talking about Deshaun Watson versus the 22 sexual allegations that are against him right now. Initially, the 22 sexual allegations were all filed under the name Jane Doe. DW4 versus JD22, if you will. Of these Jane Doe's, three of them came forward and are ready to give their story. One is still on the fence right now, so we still have 18 left over. Now, this situation is very unique. Reason being, one. 
We haven't heard of Deshaun in any type of trouble like this, none through his collegiate career or till now until he was hell-bent on getting out of Houston Texans organization. Two, Houston front offices have been accused of being racist and prejudiced for a very long time. Remember how I said that there are 18 women still left under Jane Doe right now? Well, this is three. You have 18 female licensed massage therapists, LMT for the rest of the episode because I don't feel like biting my tongue, right? 18 female LMTs who came forward to speak up for Deshaun to say he's never had no type of weird or unprofessional behavior. The way that court works, we're going to focus on the ones that's coming forward, not the ones that's speaking up for you. Because your experiences with these people may be different. While it's good over there, over here it wasn't. So we need to figure out and get to the bottom of it. Also, predators have a history of being predators. There isn't any on Deshaun. You know who Dabo Sweeney is? A collegiate god really i mean the dude's reputation is crazy with that being said he spoke up for deshaun on his behalf he's been knowing deshaun since high school and said he's been nothing but exemplary in every field outside of football and trust me that's all good and well that you have plenty of people speaking up for him but it doesn't mean that he didn't do it again i'm not on anybody's side in that itself that's why i say that this case is so unique you have just as many people speaking up for deshaun and i don't believe in coincidence this case only came up when Deshaun was hell-bent on getting out of Houston. It's the only time we've ever seen this, and I'm supposed to believe that Deshaun was acting a fool during the Me Too movement. I don't know, but I will say this. The ones that came forward, listen to them. See what they have to say. If Deshaun is guilty, then by all means, get his ass. What's going on right now is people are already dropping Deshaun. Like, assuming that he's guilty, I don't think that's fair. Can we let the dust settle? Can we let all the facts and let everything come in first before we tag that on Deshaun? That's it. That's all I'm saying. But to go at it like he's already guilty from the jump, it's like the dude don't even have a case. Why even go to court? We're in the Me Too era. And right now, the biggest phrase is believe women. 100%. A male is never correct because he's male. So why in the hell would a female be correct just because she's female? That doesn't make any sense. I want to look at the individual. I want to look at things case by case. And what we're seeing is the direct impact of those fucking assholes back in the day when women were trying to come forward. They were all flagged as liars is what they were wearing. All this stupid dumb shit that had nothing to do with the fucking case to discredit women that were coming forward. So the myth of the woman always lying now turned into the myth of the woman who never lies. Isn't that just as dangerous? Anything she says goes. Like, people don't lie. I'm not going to sit here and act like I didn't see a football player go to jail for five years. Come out, be exonerated. And the accuser sit there and say, yeah, I lied about it. His name was Brian Banks. Look at the Tulsa massacre. Look what happened to Emmett Till. Hell, look at the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp situation. My point being, humans lie for no other reason but because they're human. Again, I'm down the middle as absolutely possible in this situation. I don't think that the accused is guilty, nor do I think the ones that are coming forward are lying. Also, I wasn't there. I can't tell you guys what did or didn't happen. That's between them and God, honestly, at this point. What I can do is let everything come out and then let the dust settle. And then we could go from there. That right there is due process. And I feel like everybody deserves due process. See, that wasn't so bad, was it? Just wanted to provide a perspective. 
thank you for letting me walk through the whole bit. Now, this is the nerdy anime part of the podcast. <laughs> I did all the, the normal stuff. Uh, we're stepping into the weird part, all right? We're going down into that rabbit hole. Let's go, baby! Alright, so the hottest topic and the hottest shit right now is definitely Attack on Titan. Oh, you pussies! The original ending was good as it was. Y'all made him feel so bad. He put out eight more pages and y'all still don't like it. I was like, y'all basically doing him the way y'all did Neon Genesis. Leave him alone. You didn't like the ending. And most of y'all didn't like that ending because of your fan theories and da 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 You're not the writer. You're not the writer. How you gonna tell him how it's supposed to end, bro? I swear to God. I, I swear to God. Look. Look, look, let me be kind of more objective, all right? Okay, let me be fair, all right? Okay, okay. So, look, I enjoyed the original ending. The ending, for some odd reason, was polarizing. Everybody's like, oh, it doesn't feel... Look, some things you have to forgive. What I didn't do, I didn't fill my head up with all these theories and reading fan shit. I did that before when I was fucking younger, and it robbed the experience of a few anime for me. Let the writer do what he do. And at the end of it, I'm going to decide if I like that shit or not. I don't know why that's so hard for everybody else to understand. I'm speaking on the manga, but I'm not spoiling anything because I understand that maybe you, some of you are on the anime. I'm not going to spoil a word. I'm not going to. What I will say is, nah, never mind. <laughs> Never mind. It's too tempted. It's too tempted. The people just made it so bad. It was so, so polarizing. Like, I don't understand why in the hell people are just so mad about it. But it's either you accept it or you don't. Okay? And it doesn't mean that the series was bad just because the ending didn't go the way that you wanted it to go. I'm sorry. If you didn't like it, then why don't you go ahead, pick up a pen, you give us a story, and then you can start talking shit. How about that? But until then, I dig the story. Story was motherfucking magnificent. I love it. I'm going to own every bit of Attack on Titan. Straight up. Levi's the motherfucking goat. Bitch, that nigga's... Oh, my God. Levi... And for y'all who didn't read it, man, y'all in for a treat. Y'all are in for a treat when you see Levi work, baby. Oh, my God. I will speak up for Isayama. When you have a show that's very, very popular, one thing that's negative about it, once you reach a level of stardom, no matter what you do, no matter where the series goes, it never ends right. Never. Never. You can't name me a long-running show that ended well. Sopranos, Boo, House, what, I mean, come on, that was like, they just got bored, it was like, alright, look, we're gonna do this, none of that shit ended well, that 70s show, oh, that was a personal favorite, oh, that one killed me on the inside, when Eric left, it was like, the whole chemistry was fucked up, and it's not like we haven't had episodes without Eric before, but it was just too long, cause you needed that Eric and Donna dynamic, it just went to shit, two and a half men, down, you get what I'm saying, so, Attack on Titan, due to its popularity, is going to fall because no matter how it ended, it was going to piss people off. I think the only objective good ending in recent years was Breaking Bad. Most people didn't get pissed about it. In comparison to the rest, it's Breaking Bad. Like, that's the best one, at least in my opinion, from what I've noticed. But outside of that, I think the surprise of the year for me was Jujutsu Kaisen. Jujutsu Kaisen? 
God damn. Talking about a fucking solid story, a better version of Naruto, the way that it's starting. You know, you got a smart Naruto, you got a cool Sasuke, and you have a useful Sakura. I really think the dynamic of these three is pretty dope. And you got your Kakashi Sensei and Gojo. But he actually wins. I love Kakashi, but Kakashi took a lot of L's in that show. He took a lot of L's in that show, dog. Like, God bless him. <laughs> that man went through so much. God bless Kakashi, but whew, I think he got a losing record, dog. It's like Ronda Rousey. Anyway. <laughs> but you're just a kind of shit. But I will tell you this. The biggest letdown for me was God of High School. I wanted to love God of High School so bad. Like, when I saw that animation, I was like, ooh, oh my God. And the story started out kind of cool, and then it just went to fucking pandemonium, dude. Like, it just, story didn't make sense. And then, you know, it pissed off a lot of the fan base, as they should. Um, they were saying basically how bad it was. They uh, botched that. They botched it, apparently. They left out a lot of key details, just trying to rush and make the show. And, you know, a lot of the budget went to just the fluidity of the show. And it was solid, don't get me wrong. It's just that story was shit. <laughs> I'll take lesser animation if the story is, <laughs> like, in there. That's what separates it. That's what separates the good anime from the bad anime is how solid the story is. Everything else would look like a gimmick. Especially if you take, like, sample size of this. If we look at this anime, you know, 10 years later, and then they look at the show, they'll be like, what the f- <laughs> But the animation's gonna hold. They'll be like, oh, okay. So, like, that's cool that it pushed that boundary. But as an entirety, when you're talking about performances, story, that's always, always. That's why Naruto's so popular. That's why people will argue that it's better than Dragon Ball. Look, listen to me. I am a Dragon Ball head. I'm gonna get this out now. Goku is still, to this day, my favorite main character. Fuck what you talking about. I know Goku got some plot armor. I understand that. But the nigga worked for it. Goku worked for everything. Goku is the shit. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. A lot of nostalgia has to do with that, too. That was my entry into this world with Dragon Ball. So Goku will have my number one spot in my heart and my mind. Just straight up. Just because that's what made me fall in love with it. Just straight up. Me saying that was to say, in some regard, yeah, if you was to argue to me, Naruto has a better story than Dragon Ball, I'd be like, I see what you're saying. Dragon Ball Z was just the anime that broke the cultural barrier. That was what's so amazing about it. It's the Tupac of anime. You can argue that different artists rap better and things of that nature, and you're absolutely right, but it still ain't Tupac. <laughs> All them animes come up, and it still ain't Dragon Ball. Naruto has way better character development things and you, that you can argue that's you know It just didn't break the mold the way that Dragon Ball did because even people who didn't watch Dragon Ball knew Dragon Ball And that's how you know something's iconic when you can just recognize if anything anybody recognizes Goku's hair That's like his hair itself is iconic Growing up watching I think it was way more difficult than it is now like it's way easier like, okay, hang on. Let, let, can, can we go back for a second? Just for a second. I'm sorry. I know I'm rambling, but just, 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 just work with me here, okay? Just, just hear me out. All right. Just, do you remember when we was watching that shit on YouTube in parts? Oh my God! Part one, two, and three. Like, oh man, like. You, you appreciate that shit more now, like, if you had to go through that bullshit. Oh, man, and then you had to 
watch it at a certain time because YouTube would take it down or things of that nature. Like you had to be on it. <laughs> you had to be on it if you wanted to watch this shit, buddy. If you couldn't wait till next week like we did, like it was bad. And then what turned me off to Naruto at first, because it took me, I'll be honest, I didn't finish Naruto until like last year. This is the reason. This is what will happen. So I had to watch it in parts. And then they went on break. And then they come back. You get two canon episodes. Filler, filler, filler. Canon filler. And then it kept going to where the filler episodes just got out of fucking control. Like around the time if you're watching. If you was watching it live. It was like months before they even finished the Great Ninja War. When Madara showed his ass. They would show two canon episodes. And then a shit ton of filler. And then they would take week breaks sometimes. So you would go filler episode, filler episode, week break, filler episode. That was aggravating and it pissed me off so much. Or maybe I just had this bad anger problems. <laughs> but in middle school, I'm that stubborn. I said, I am not watching this shit until it is done. I'm so stubborn. I overachieved on that fucking spite. <laughs> so I didn't finish it. And I waited for the filler episodes and all that to come out. They need to redo Naruto the way they redo Dragon Ball. Like, they need a Naruto Kai. And you take all that bullshit filler out, and you just give me the Naruto story just straight smooth. And somebody was telling me, you don't like story time? Yeah, I like story time. But get to the fucking canon first. Can we at least finish the arc? Can we do that? Like, can we finish the whole arc? And then you want to get in? All right, cool. I'm more susceptible to doing that than in the middle of a show. It feels like an advertisement. Like, you're just trying to drag it on. Like, get to the story. And like, that's up growing with that shit was brutal, man. That shit was brutal. So right now, we almost done with the One Piece. Oh, my God. I'm so ready to be off of this Odin arc. I really am. Can we just get back to Zoro just slicing and dicing niggas with that Black Air Force One energy? That's the podcast. Give me your honest feedback if there's any topics you want me to cover. Thank you if you made it through. If you like to leave a review, share it with a friend too. I'll see you again in two weeks. Thank you for stopping by Lighthouse. Have a good one. From a head full of pressure, rest the senses that I clutch. Made a date with divinity, but she wouldn't let me fuck. I got touched by a hazy shade of God, helped me change, caught a rush on the